Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com. Welcome to The Wedding Dish, the podcast where we chat with real married or engaged couples, wedding professionals, and read listeners' stories about all things wedding. From the planning process to the celebration to heartwarming moments, or in this case, funny stories. You'll hear tips, tricks, tidbits, antidotes, and funny stories, like I said, because sometimes you've just got to laugh at all of life's crazy moments. That's Sarah Alipin, owner of District Bliss and co-owner of Photos from the Hardy. And that's Steph Norton, entrepreneur and producer of The Wedding Dish. We've both been involved in the wedding industry and love sharing real-life stories, supporting other businesses, and pretty much just spreading positivity wherever we go. And I have some huge news on the District Bliss front. We just launched a brand spanking new website that everybody should swing by when you get a chance, districtbliss.com. It was designed by Parker Bennett from Aligned Online, and I absolutely love him. He redid our logo, too. Super talented. Awesome to work with. Congrats. And I'll be tuning in to the Coach's Kitchen online workshop on Friday, September 20th. I loved the last one. That's so good to hear. Yay. All right. Well, let's dish. Today, we'll be reading funny stories submitted to us by our listeners. And this will be a mini episode of The Wedding Dish, but it's going to be a fun one. I can't wait to see what our listeners sent us. Same. It's going to be good. So do you want to go first or do you want me to? I think you should go first. I have a good one to end on. Okay, cool. So the subject line for this story is, he's not here. And it reads, Hi ladies, I saw your request for funny wedding stories on the Wedding Dish Instagram and I couldn't resist sending this in. On my wedding day, I was determined not to see my husband before I walked down the aisle. We're both romantics at heart and we were really excited for that moment when we saw each other. One of our photographers photographed my now husband and his groomsmen on one side of the property, while the other photographed me with my bridesmaids on the other. And then we were tucked away by the venue's event coordinator, not to be confused with a wedding planner, as I learned after this experience, (laughs) before the ceremony. As far as I knew, everything was just peachy when the coordinator told me it was time to line up for the processional. I was full of nervous energy and so excited that I thought I might just run straight down the aisle. (laughs) When it was my turn to enter the ceremony, I was practically buzzing. Then, I noticed my photographer was waving her hands at the end of the aisle. I just stood there wondering what the heck she was doing. Oh, no. That's when she ran down the aisle and said, go back, he's not here. Oh, no. (laughs) This also happened to be the exact moment that the music stopped playing. So I screeched, what? Which, of course, everyone heard. 
Oh, no. <laughs> That's when we heard it. My husband had been inadvertently locked in the room next to the ceremony <laughs> space with the officiant. No one had heard his banging on the door over the music. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> my dad and I hightailed it back out of the ceremony as the venue coordinator let my husband out of the room. <laughs> that was seven years ago, and we're still happily married. We are so thankful that our photographer noticed that the groom was missing and made sure that we stuck with our wedding day dream of not seeing each other pre-ceremony. The moral of the story is hire a wedding planner and maybe ask your wedding party to make sure that the groom is actually at the altar before you're halfway down the aisle. Keep dishing XOK. <laughs> oh my God. I cannot even imagine how horrifying that would have been for like the first 10 seconds while you're like, what is happening? Oh my God. <laughs> and the photographer was probably so confused because she was like, I, I would imagine, well, I'm saying she because I'm a she, but I would imagine that she would be like, well, someone else has to notice he's not right, here. Right. Like, yeah. that's the best man, and there's no officiant. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. All I can think of is, like, oh, my gosh, like, the banging. Like, thank God he was trying to get in and not, like, trying to get out. <laughs> That's so cute. I love it. Oh, man. That was good. All right. So the subject line of this one is don't piss off the Secret Service or marathoners. Only in D.C. This is going to be good. Hi, ladies. I'm a wedding photographer. Funny. We have kind of a theme. Huh. Um, and knew I had to share this story when I heard you were looking for funny stories. Being DC-based, I'm sure you'll understand this crazy-ass story. A few years ago, I had a ceremony at Lady Bird Johnson, a.k.a. LBJ Park, which I think is on the one of the islands. Okay. Um, Don't know. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, followed by a reception at Top of the Town in Arlington on the day of the Marine Corps Marathon. Which we all know was yeah. <laughs> uh, Tons of roads were closed, and of course, they were surrounding both the ceremony and reception locations, making the wedding day extra interesting. But I made sure to do all the research, she wrote it like that, <laughs> um, <laughs> so that we would be able to arrive on time and without dealing with any road closures, because duh. It's DC though, so nothing really goes as planned. And I hopped in the car with my business partner and headed off. When we got to the Pentagon, uh, we noticed the roads were still closed, even though they'd been scheduled to open over an hour before we'd arrive. Lovely. We were annoyed, but early enough that we figured we'd just wait a little while longer because surely they would reopen the roads soon. There was a police cruiser sitting at the Pentagon exit we needed to use to get to LBJ Park. When it left, we were like, we're golden, let's go. But being the rule followers that we are, we decided it was best to walk over and ask the guard with the automatic machine gun if we were allowed to go up the ramp. <laughs> he radioed someone, didn't hear anything back, and then said, well, the cruiser's gone, so the road must have reopened. Go on ahead. So we did. There's no one on the highway, which made us a bit nervous, but after about 30 feet from the ramp, there was another cruiser. So we decided to stop and ask him if it was safe to proceed. Rather than a polite exchange, we found a very angry, accusatory police officer who immediately began yelling at us and asking how we'd gotten past the barricade. 
a.k.a. a single police cruiser, question mark? Quick aside, I know this man was doing his job, but his yelling was a little bit scary. I'm not saying he was doing anything wrong, but it was a little nerve-wracking. Now, my business partner has nerves of steel and calmly explained that we'd entered the highway from the Pentagon (laughs) and asked permission from a, quote, Pentagon guard with an Uzi. (laughs) And that we'd believed him, because why wouldn't we? At that point, I noticed she was looking in the rearview mirror and had stopped listening to the police officer's accusations, which must have been hard because he was really loud. I turned to look out the back window and see the Secret Service descending upon us in about a dozen black SUVs. My nerves of steel partner next to me simply rolls down the other window, both hands visibly on the wheel, and watches the men approach, guns drawn, in the side mirror. When they got next to the car, she said, Hi, we're photographing a wedding, I imagine in this voice. (laughs) And we were told by a Pentagon guard that we could use this ramp, but I guess he was mistaken because the police officer is mighty upset with us. Anyway, we're happy to exit right there because we were going to use that for the ceremony anyway. I'll admit, she can really pull up a Southern girl vibe when needed. <laughs> but I could simply not believe the Secret Service people when they answered, okay, ma'am, go right ahead. <laughs> Needless to say, we won't be taking any more jobs on marathon weekends. The moral of the story is always be polite, kind, and just because someone looks like they know what they're talking about doesn't necessarily mean they have a clue. Katie. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Have you ever had to, like, deal with the Secret Service or anything like that? I can't say that I have. It just, it makes you appreciate your wedding professionals, doesn't it? Like, you don't know that they've (laughs) gone through a whole thing before the whole thing's happening. Oh, that's true. I wonder if the couple even knew that happened. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. But going anywhere when it's the marathon at any time... You can't. Or so, cherry yeah, you, blossoms. You can't, you can't go anywhere in D.C., so yeah. note to self. Yeah. Don't leave the house. In case anyone needs to know that, <laughs> we're just putting it out there, courtesy of the wedding dish. <laughs> All right. That was, that was incredible. I, I'd probably just die on the spot. It's like, leave me here. I'm done. <laughs> okay. So the next one is, the subject line is, don't use a shivari chair when doing the horror. Okay. Hi, ladies. I love the podcast. Thanks for sharing so much information about not only wedding planning, but also about business building. It's awesome. Also, we love the Line Hotel. Gorgeous and so unique. For sure. So let's get down to it. My husband is Jewish and I was totally down for all traditions, but I'd never been to a wedding. Everything was awesome until we got to the Hora. Now, if you've ever been to any wedding, you've probably seen a Chiavari chair. There are those chairs that look like spray-painted bamboo, and when you sit in them, it feels like they might fall apart at any moment. Again, never been to a wedding. Oh, no. The song comes on, everyone gathers, someone grabs chairs, and we're whooshed into the air. After about 20 seconds, I feel that like the chair is no longer square, oh, or no. something is wrong, and then bam, the chair comes apart, and I fall into our <laughs> guest's arms. Luckily, I didn't hit the ground. It was pretty embarrassing, but I escaped unscathed, and we have some pretty funny photos of the incident. (laughs) I bet. The moral of the story is, 
Rethink shivari chairs in general, but definitely do not use them when being hoisted into the air. Nicole. (laughs) Oh, man. I've definitely sat in a shivari chair and thought to myself, this might fall apart while I'm sitting in the ceremony space. I just love that she has pictures of the incident. I oh just my gosh. It. They must be like so great. I, those need to be shared. If <laughs> Nicole, if you're listening, please send them to us and I will put them on our social media. <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay. The subject line of this one is never give up hope. Hi. Said just like that. <laughs> I never heard her up. Sorry. Let me back up. Hi. I heard you ladies request funny wedding stories, and I wanted to share this moment from my wedding day. On my wedding day, it poured all morning, but I was convinced we'd still be able to hold the ceremony outside. That's brave. Mm -hmm. Good for you. So we kept watching the weather and went on as planned, and I figured it would just work out. The ceremony was about to start when the rain finally broke and the sun came out. Uh, but I'd waited so long to go outside that I wasn't able to get where we were lining up for the processional without being seen by my soon-to-be husband and all of our guests. Hey, we've got another theme here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, as a last-ditch effort, my wedding party stripped the bed and used a sheet to block me while one of our photographers called everyone's attention to the front for a group photo. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Miraculously, none of our guests even knew that it happened, even though we were all giggling so hard as we snuck behind the group. The photos of me behind the sheet laughing are some of my favorites from the day. So never give up hope. Love, P. Love it. That's, That's so such good. a cute story. That's, it's such a good ender, too, because it's like she was super laid back about the ceremony, wasn't worried about it, was like, it's going to work out. It'll be fine. And just kind of flew by the seat of the pants. And it ended up working out and being even better than it would have been if it hadn't rained at all. And that's what you get for not panicking when yeah. things go wrong. You get awesome photos. Yeah, so. that's true. Mm-hmm. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Those were so good. Well, thank you so much for listening to The Wedding Dish, sending us your stories and all the things. It's been such a blast. Tune in next week for another real couple who will be talking about their wedding day. Oh, and send us your stories. That's right. For the next mini episode, let's hear about wedding music. What was your first dance song? Did you have any special dances at your wedding? That kind of thing. You mean like the Mexican money dance that Ariel Lewis mentioned last week? Yeah, like, or if you had a crazy cool grand entrance song, like what you walked down the aisle to, if it was something unique, why you chose your first dance song, or what it meant to you. You know, that kind of thing. Okay, so like cool music stories and like something interesting. I like it. Exactly. That's awesome. Sounds good. So send us your uh, wedding music stories to weddingdishpodcast at gmail.com and be sure to subscribe, rate, and review The Wedding Dish on your preferred podcast listening platform. And that's all we have for today. So thanks for hanging out with us today on The Wedding Dish, the podcast where we dish about all things wedding. And please don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Wedding Dish Podcast and like us on Facebook. We'll catch you all next week. That's it from the Line Hotel and Full Service Radio. Talk to you soon. 
Thanks for listening to this program on Full Service Radio, broadcasting and recording from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. Full Service Radio programming can be accessed live and archived on fullserviceradio.org. Our talk programming is available on most podcast apps like iTunes and Stitcher, and our DJ sets are available on mixcloud.com slash fullserviceradio. Full Service Radio features over 30 weekly shows and over 50 local hosts covering every topic imaginable. If you want to be a guest or get involved, email us at info at fullserviceradio.org. Follow us on Twitter at FullServiceRDO, on Instagram and Facebook at Full Service Radio. Thanks for listening.